Welcome back, everybody. This is Professor Carter, and today we are going to discuss national evidence-based health policy making. The objectives for this lecture include discussing the policy-making process in developing countries. We will also continue our analysis of existing health policies and procedures in developing countries and discuss plans to improve health policy making. We will discuss micro and macro evidence-based policy making models. And the information for this lecture and discussion can be found in your health policy, power and politics book. As discussed in our last lectures, health policy making is a political process. Healthcare is regulated by the government through policy making. Parliament is the supreme policy making legislature in India. The prime minister is dependent on the support of legislature to remain in office. Health policy making can be analyzed using both micro and macro economic frameworks. The micro economic framework is the study of economic interactions at the level of individual producers and consumers. Macroeconomics is the analysis of economic activity at the regional, national, and international levels, also known as the GDP. In the United States, senior citizens, hospitals, physicians, pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies, and academic health centers are considered powerful politically organized groups. They are also considered stakeholders. In India, the civil services machinery has a monopoly over policy decisions and implementation. Politically unorganized groups are less politically powerful. So you would say, what would be the key? How do we get organized? And how do we make a political impact? In order to make a political impact, non-governmental groups need to form alliances with governmental agencies for example, all students are currently working on 
a specific health concern. If the student aligns themselves with disease-specific groups, such as if the concern was cancer, uh, cancer society, or if it was diabetes, then the diabetes society, or fibrosis, or infertility, you would ask yourself what political group belongs to these causes and align yourself with those causes. Those groups can help to gain federal funding for research. In the United States, the National Institute of Health is where uh, funding for research is available for each cause. The macro policy making model includes characteristics of a complex system. It includes a number of influences that interact to produce a stable system. Most activities are interrelated, are connected to one another by feedback on both direct and indirect paths. Policy actions create reactions within that system. The macro policy making model is a cyclical process. That means there's really no start or finish. It goes on a continuous cycle. So as we discuss, it's going to be evaluated, then reevaluated, and this goes on and on and on. So students, how do you start the evidence-based policymaking process? You will be expected to start the policymaking process on your health-related issue that you presented. You're going to use at least three to five references and be sure to use the APA format to cite your references. All references must be evidence-based. Use references that are both for and against your cause. Evidence-based policy making is a general plan of action used to guide a desired outcome. It is a fundamental guide to help make decisions. Policies should set the foundation for the delivery of safe and effective quality care. Policymakers use the best available evidence to help impact policy formation. Examples of the evidence-based research that you will need is statistical data, citizen interviews, evaluations, qualitative and quantitative data, 
uh, et cetera. The evidence-based policy provides um, the ability to reduce ineffective care and policymakers often want to research messages that are clear. There are five steps to the evidence-based practice. You'll ask a question. And so I did ask the question, what were you concerned with? What was your health-related concern in the community? And then based on that question and answer, you'll find information or evidence to answer that question and then critically appraise that information or evidence. Do you agree with that? Do you not agree with that? And why? Just as we did um, in our class sessions. So you're also going to integrate appraised evidence with personal expertise. So while you are appraising the information, you are using your personal expertise to evaluate what you are reading or learning. And then finally, you would even um, reflect on patients that you had concerning the evidence-based information that you are collecting for your project. So again, the components of evidence-based practice may contain your clinical expertise, your patient values, circumstances related to patient and client management, how you are practicing, the practicing management, and again, um, health policy decision-making. Research findings are used to inform new policies or improve effectiveness of existing programs uh, that support data collection and analysis for research management. An example of using evidence-based policy might look like a researcher conducting a study to help policymakers. For example, my health-related concern was the Delta variant. And I stated, I believe the vaccine will improve community health. There is currently evidence-based research being conducted on that topic daily to determine if the vaccine has had a positive effect on community health. And so that I stay updated on that information, I am visiting frequently www.covidvaccineproject.org. That is where I'm finding my research data based on my theory that vaccines will improve community health. You're going to test your theory as to why your solution will be effective and what the impact of the policy will be if it is successful. You're going to include information on what might occur 
if your solution is not implemented or adopted. Qualitative evidence is crucial to improve the understanding of how and whether people perceive health interventions to be effective and acceptable. So once you have gathered and researched all of the data on your health issue, your community health issue, you're going to start to uh, design or develop that solution. For instance, one student suggested healthcare education and training. So if you decided to develop a healthcare program, you would start with an assessment. So I'm gonna develop a healthcare program and I'm going to assess what will I need to make this program? What is my mission? Let's just give an example of a mission. The mission is going to be to decrease chronic illness in the community by providing healthcare training. What is going to be your vision? So if I decrease chronic illness in the community, my vision is to improve health and life expectancy in the community. What else needs to be considered while developing your program? The program's budget needs to be considered. So you're going to consider how much is it going to cost you to develop this program? Will you need volunteers? What kind of equipment will you need? Where will the program be? What will be the date and the time of the program? What exactly will you teach? Do you need to copy papers? How will you impact the lives of the participants? So setting goals, you're gonna be setting goals and how are you going to measure whether you met those goals or not? So you've got to consider the budget, the goals, the assessment, who is going to be your population? Are you going to only um, include females in your uh, program or are you going to include both males and females? What are going to be their ages? Are they gonna be uh, from 18 on up? You've got to consider the ages and uh, what is in the community, uh, female, male, all of that needs to be considered in, de in developing your program. So then you've got to decide or assign roles. So am I going to hire people? Am I going to ask for volunteers? What do those volunteers, what requirements do those volunteers need to meet? 
what equipment will I need and what will the equipment cost me? Um, you have to consider everything that the program will need. And then once you've developed that program from start to finish, you're going to monitor the outcome. A lot of times the outcomes are monitored using feedback or surveys. So you want to understand or make sure that you hit your goals. So if your goal was to uh, decrease chronic illness by providing a hypertension program and you provided um, resources for healthy food, low sodium food, um, then you can say that you met one of the goals, which is to provide healthy food sources through handouts. You gave all of the participants a handout on low sodium food and um, low cholesterol food and anything else that you may be providing in that program. So there, you're, you're going to need to create some type of survey so that you can um, measure whether your program has been effective or not. And again, you will consider who your target population is and you wanna make sure that you have a um, good evaluation. So you, you are going to be explaining what you're evaluating and um, you're going to be measuring the feedback of the clients. You're also going to be sure to establish how to deal with situations that are likely to occur. So for instance, you are doing a hypertension program and you have decided anyone with the blood pressure of greater than 130 over 80, you're gonna refer them to a clinic if they do not have a primary care physician. However, you must consider if they are already on blood, blood pressure medication or not. So if they're already on blood pressure medication, and do they already have a primary care physician? All of those questions need to be worked out prior to the uh, program. That will conclude the lecture on national evidence-based health policy making. Your lecture questions are going to be as follows. Who is responsible for policy making in India? Define micro policy making. Define macro policy making. Define evidence based 
policy making. And that will be all for today. This is Professor Carter, and I will see you in the next lecture. Our next lecture will cover India's healthcare system or uh, universal health coverage. Oh.